What is up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of More Important Issues. Sorry we missed. Sorry we missed yesterday. Hate that. I do. I hate it. I wanted to wanted to celebrate a good Vols victory while it was fresh on everybody's mind, fresh on the hearts. And um, I mean, there's a lot of passion flowing yesterday. Even even spilled into today, thanks to some salty LSU fans. Um, even got some of that passion spilled in there. But uh, I did. I, I was in Knoxville for the game. So I had to make the drive back, so obviously didn't get to do it. But we're here tonight to celebrate, and we're rolling late again because of me. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's just how it goes. But this time, it's kind of not my fault. So um, just some car trouble, but we'll make it. We're, we're here. It's Monday. It's a, it's the Monday of all Mondays, um, but we are ready to talk. I What a weekend in Knoxville it was. What a weekend of college baseball that it's been. It's, uh, you know – I was, I think me and you were talking about this, how I think ESPN is going to be forced to figure out like a true coverage of college baseball because there's no outlet, LSU included, that covers college baseball well. ESPN, you you can't even add like a college baseball team to your favorites. They don't have the the schedules on there. Well, this sport's blowing up, and it's and it's kind of you you talked about Tennessee kind of outgrew. Lindsey Nelson in a weekend college baseball has outgrown, you know, it's coverage in, in a, in a season. And so it's, that's been awesome to see. And I think this week weekend was kind of a culmination of that with um, there were a lot of people tuned into the Arkansas NC state game, which was a fantastic game last night. The, obviously the Tennessee LSU game, Tennessee fans were going crazy. Uh, you, you had Virginia and Dallas Baptist today that ended just like uh, ended electric how college baseball games end or how they've seemed to end, I guess this year. And it's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like college baseball has grown so much in the past. I mean, I would say two years. Um, yeah. You know, um, honestly, I, I'd love to see the ratings from the last college or the last super regionals to this super regionals. You know, I don't know what they look like. I want to say that it, it's probably, you know, grown a ton in, in just that time period. But I mean, obviously, like I'm more tuned in, and just um, and just Tennessee fans in general are just more tuned in, be because of the success of the program. Yeah, absolutely, and and it's helped a lot, and it's pretty wild to see that, uh, you know, Tennessee, and it doesn't work out. You know, the old misses, the Arkansas's, the Floridas, they they don't make the, they don't make the College World Series every single year, uh, so it's been kind of like a. But it seems like they do, right? And so this year has kind of been different, and um, it's cool that Tennessee's kind of in the driver's seat of that too. They went out, took care of business, haven't lost since the SEC championship game, and uh, and you know haven't really had much trouble since Wright State. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, they're just kind of like you said, taking care of business and, and doing it in in different ways. They're, um, you know, Saturday. They had a grinded out win. It was a pitching duel is kind of what it was. Won that game four to two um, on the back of Chad Dallas having 12 strikeouts, even had to fight through a lightning delay and, and just came out and freaking shoved it. And then Saturday, you know, or Saturday you didn't hit a single home run, and then Sunday you come in and hit six home runs by five different right. players. So Hey, and I got to mention, you mentioned Chad Dallas, and, man, it's great to see your, your ace pitch. Well, first off uh, – Great to see Chad Dallas pitching well. Then Blade Tidwell comes out and uh, just puts on a freaking clinic on su- uh, Sunday, and then you get a great game from Will Heflin in the regional too. You don't you were, you know you would have seen him tonight if if it had come to it. But uh, your starting pitchers, your guys that you need to play to be playing really really well right now, if you want to win games, they're doing it. 
Uh, and then I, I did too want to mention you talked about Sean Hunley, what he did, or sorry, Chad Dallas, what he did. Sean Hunley, I mean, just a, I think I tweeted, it was a pleasure to watch. It was just, he, it was fun. He did a fantastic job Saturday night and just, he put the final nail in the coffin and it was nice. Yeah, when you're able to do a get get to a guy like Sean Hunley, when you have at least a, a two run lead, you like your chances. Right. Um, and he's just been phenomenal all year long. And then, you know, like yesterday, you know, Blade Tidwell did give up a, a few home runs, and you know, one was a three zero count that he just tried to get over the plate, and and Dylan Cruz made him pay for it. But you know, when you have that big of a lead, it's you know, you kind of relax a little bit. So you know, nothing was. It wasn't when, when they when it was I think was it eleven to six at one point. Oh yeah. Um, then you're like you know maybe let's <laughs> let's get a few more runs. But I mean it, it was kind of never in doubt. Tennessee from from that first home run that um, Jake Rucker hit there in the driver's seat in that game and, and LSU kind of looked defeated from that first pitcher who came out of the game and you know threw his glove and flipped off Tennessee fans. You know they they were kind of dead in the water at that point. I, th- I mean, I think probably even before that, I think LSU lose a tight battle. Well, now guess what? We get we get our ace on sat on Sunday. So you know, Tennessee, you, you kind of th- you're definitely not thinking 16 runs given up. Um, right. So yeah, I think LSU kind of had. I think as soon as you, you see <coughs> Jake Rucker, obviously that's not where you give up. But Jake Rucker going yard early definitely hurts that uh, any kind of hope you had of, of getting game two. And, and then it just kind of kept going from our. So, and um, yeah, that them playing everybody from their bull. I mean, was it freaking rec league? Was it, was it upward? Did they have a rule that they had to play a guy every inning or something like, <laughs> cause I mean, they, they get- <laughs> like, yeah, they just, they just look lost. I mean, it, it looked like you're trying to get everybody a touch like like Tennessee does in, you know, a couple midweek games early in the season. That That's exactly what it looked like. Um, and, also, you, you, know, you didn't get to see this. Go ahead. You didn't get to see this, but talking about Marceau real quick, there was – I can't remember what inning it was, third maybe. The mm-hmm. entire top of the third inning, top of the fourth inning, he was just getting his ass chewed out. I don't know why. But the entire entire time, and, and he may not have like he may okay he may not have been I couldn't hear or see what was being said, but the pitching coach was in his face just and like I mean real I don't know what maybe he's trying to pump him up I don't know it didn't work <laughs> whatever he did it didn't work yeah and the fact you know I know he had a, a small ERA and you know I think he'd only given up eight home runs and two were to Jake Rucker on Saturday um, so I mean like. The, the dude's pitched pretty well, but when you go right. seven and seven, I don't care how good your stats are. If you're eleven and one, you should be first team All SEC. I'm sorry, Chad Dallas. Him him left off every single team is, yeah, the most idiotic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty bad. And then you know, speaking of SEC or yeah, SEC awards, real quick. Um, Kind of get you know we talked about how I thought uh, Dave Van Horn you know was deserving of all SEC you know all SEC coach or whatever SEC coach of the year. Can uh, we go back and vote? Yeah, can we go back and vote? Because you know this week you you're throwing a guy that threw <laughs> through what 110 pitches a couple nights ago and <laughs> you throw him for like 120 again. But I'm doing the same thing. So if I, yeah. I, and you can talk to me about his arm. If he's on my roster, I'm using him. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it just. 
like when when you're the number one team in the country, why change? I guess is kind of my thing. I, I understand using them. Yeah, yeah, you use them, but like why? Why start him? Because like at, by the end, then you that's the time you need him. Right. And I mean, he, he just he hadn't thrown that many pitches before. And it, it you know, if if they win that game, Dave Van Horn looks great. If you know, it's just one of those things where it it looks great if you get a ride. If not, it, then you look like an idiot. Regardless, it wasn't it, it wasn't Cop's fault. Like he kept him in the game. Oh yeah. Regardless. Yeah, that, and that's, that was that was Dave Van Horn. That was not well, had nothing to do with Dave Van Horn's explanation is the same thing I was thinking. He was like, I don't want to put him in if we're down. He's like, so I want him to be the guy that just wins it for us. I, I would have done the same thing. Now, if I'd walked up to cops the night before and been like, hey, we're starting you, and he gives me kind of like a wide-eyed, I don't know about this look, yeah, I'm going with the next guy. But if he's like, hell yeah, I'll do it, then I'm putting him on the mound, and I'm not taking him out until he gives me a reason to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you have that good of a lineup, you're you're expecting to score more than – um, what they scored two runs, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, three to two, I think was the final. It, yeah, whatever. so I mean, yeah, that lineup just scored more than two runs, yeah, but. And, and, and it doesn't, you know, I said, which I Arkansas's bullpen's solid, but now, now I'm almost thinking after this weekend, does Tennessee have the second best bullpen in the SEC? I mean, they got a good case for it. I mean, they, I think they have the next best reliever and. You know, yeah. uh, maybe Vanderbilt's pr- probably pretty good too. Um, well, that, I mean, Vanderbilt just sets like Vanderbilt's number one, and then it's a gap, in my opinion, to Tennessee and Arkansas. Just because you don't have, you don't have, it's Rocker and Lighter that are the gap. Like that's what creates the gap. You yeah. have two guys that would be on an ace on any team in the country. Yeah, so probably, I mean, definitely second right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, probably yeah, Kevin Goffs maybe gives Arkansas the edge. I'll be a little bit unbiased right there, but I mean, you, you can't you can't hate on what Tennessee's done. No, this not whole at all. entire year. But it, it's been cool to see how the coaching staffs handled it. There's kind of been that <laughs> that change, and I mean, Dallas has always been your your first night guy, your Friday night guy, or first game guy, whatever you want to call it. Now, since we're playing on Saturday and Sunday to start the series, um, but the way they've handled uh, Tidwell and, and Heflin, just kind of mix mixing it up to like whatever. Kind of just taking the day by day. It's not because you talked about how, like, why do you change it when it's worked all season? Well, you know, Heflin's been your second game guy all season, but they went Tidwell in the regional. It's like they've just, they've done a really, really good job of playing kind of the cards they're dealt and taking advantage of it. Me and you said it on Saturday, uh, Saturday after the, after the game, I guess. When was that? I don't know. We were, I guess, we, I don't remember when we were talking about it, but we we're like, I mean, you got to pitch Tidwell today. You got to go out and try to win this thing now. Don't give him a chance. And they do that because they 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 know how to really go out there, and that's another thing too. Tony Vitello, he's not thinking, "Oh, what if we have to play Monday?" He he's going to go out and win it. Right. Yep. And that's what you should do. That's what I told Donde Plowman yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "You don't have to worry about getting that stuff out tomorrow because it's ending today." <laughs> yeah, I hope you just rented it for Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. You don't need right. the you don't need the van for Monday. Um, but yeah, it, and that's too. That's how the that's how the batting order's done it too, man. They just freaking attacked everything. Um, it was interesting to hear. I mean, we didn't. I don't think we really like discussed what we talked about with Kiv on Wednesday night. But he was like, "Those guys are given f- like f- literally free reign. Your first two pitches, like you try to knock that thing out of the park. Your first two pitches. Then after that, you settle in and see, you know, see what you play from there. But your first two, it's all you want. Like that's you. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean Tennessee took advantage of yeah. of those two <laughs> yeah. swings uh, yesterday. But yeah, I mean it just a. 
a great game and a great atmosphere overall. Um, you know, I, I was sitting in front of a guy and he was like, I told, I told my dad this morning that, you know, everybody on Tennessee's team is hitting a home run today. And I was like, everybody? <laughs> he was like, well, the nine starters. I was like, okay. Well, then, like, it gets three and four, and you're like, holy crap, is this going to happen? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, you got five. I mean, it was just a great, great performance, um, and it was nice to not really have to sweat that one out. Yeah, and you mentioned you were like, when it got to 11 to six, you're like, uh Maybe get some runs in. The Tennessee fan of me was like, "Don't <laughs> let this happen." Because if you yeah. lose, if you lose after being up seven, eight, uh, it's hard to come back and win the next day. So let's just right. take this care. Let's take care of business. And get out of here. Um, and yeah, it was a. Uh, it, it was definitely kind of a. It felt it. Obviously, those guys are out there, you know, grinding. What what did uh? What did the Yankees manager yell? savages my guys are savages in the box (laughs) they were just out there being savages uh but yeah it it, uh it definitely felt kind of just like a we're cruising this game so um now if you saw the home runs they weren't cruising i mean one hit a freaking porsche parked across the street (laughs) yeah and then jordan beck hit the summit (laughs) across the river (laughs) evan russell goes oppo that was freaking awesome and freaking uh drew gilbert hit one that was probably 10 feet off the ground yeah, <laughs> the yeah. whole way. Line drive to center. Or, yeah. Laser the and uh, it was interesting to see. I mean, LSU. Not I don't know if they would have gotten back in it, but they had some late inning errors. Like they were, you know, it was like the seventh and eighth, and they could not. They just weren't giving themselves chances, man. And Tennessee took advantage and was and was scoring when they were able to get on base. Yeah, and that was that was part of the the thing for me that I was talking about on the bat flip a little earlier. Um, Tennessee just had a better team. Yeah, I mean straight up like is that race, at, is that racist? Are you talking about Trey Morgan? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> I think I'll say Trey Morgan and Dylan Cruz; Dude. those two are freaking studs. Yeah, like some of the best prospects i've ever seen is those two guys well and that's why that comment's hilarious it's like we're cheering because he's really really good and we got him out that's why we're cheering right he's the best player on your team and we just put him back on the bench for four strikeouts that's pretty freaking you also told on yourself paul because you said that um the vol creatures or the legends of Lindsay nelson got in his head the last time he was here. So absolutely you're gonna hear more of it yeah and going back into like that uh, talking about that that seems mentally weak. Two pitchers flipping off the fans on their way to the dugout after just getting bombed on. I mean, and then you've got a guy. Listen, I know how I'm a, I'm a crier. I cry all the time. I know how emotional sports are, but you can't go to the first off. ESPN showed him crying for like the entire the entire time he uh, that they were going to the next inning, uh, or I guess going to the bottom of the inning. And I was like, hey, take the camera off of him, you dicks. But yeah. he's just crying in the dugout. Um, you've got, yeah, Trey Morgan apparently just got feasted on last time they were in Knoxville. Mentally weak team. They're, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to like throw shade at Paul Maneri because I know he's a legendary coach, but Tennessee takes over after their head coach. So if Mm. I'm, if I'm doing that same analogy to LSU, that looks like they take after their head coach. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not, yeah. And that's like, 
And maybe it was just uh, maybe the fans, maybe the heat got to him. I don't know, but and maybe it, they're not. Maybe they're can't not be mad at any of the bat flips because Dylan Cruz hit one on a three zero pitch and yeah. slung his bat up in the right. air. And, and maybe they're not mentally weak. Let's say that LSU's not mentally weak. They just looked it yesterday. You got beat so bad, your emotion. Like that's another thing. They're like Tennessee plays with too much emotion. LSU played with plenty of emotion. They were just getting the shit beat at them, so they was, was sad emotions. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of look that I mean maybe it was yes the the day before of you know a grinded out game and Tennessee just came on on the winning end because their their pitching was better um I think they had 25 strikeouts and walked one batter all series long Tennessee Tennessee had one error LSU had three I mean Tennessee hit more home runs than they did and had more hits so I mean it's just like Tennessee was just a, a better baseball team than they were. Right. Was, you know, I think LSU is a pretty good baseball team. Obviously, they are because they made it to the Super Regionals. But Tennessee just kind of whooped them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's the – like you said, I think Tennessee just had a better baseball team and they executed better. Like, it's that, it's that simple. And, and that – you know, we talked about it with, with we Kiv, We beat them too. five times. Yeah. We talked about that with Kiv, too. LSU is not a bad baseball team. They've got some dudes on that team. You mentioned legendary coach. Like that's a good baseball team. There was just a better baseball team standing, you know, standing across the field on on this weekend. Get sweat, boy. I, I've been I've been eyeing that broom the whole time. <laughs> I kind I kind of thought good maybe placement, right. I thought maybe if LSU like had booked their flight back for Monday, just run it back Monday one more time. Let's hit a couple more dingers before we go to Omaha. Maybe get batting another practice. batting. Yeah, get some batting practice in. That's pretty much what you did Sunday. Dude, that was insane. <laughs> Absolutely insane. I mean, I think the big like Jordan Vex is obviously the longest one. I think the biggest one was Connor Pavalonis, just because he hadn't been hitting the ball very well. Mm-hmm. You know, he he took some swings that you know it looked like he was kind of guessing and, and just missed on on a few. And I, I saw some some comments on Twitter that was like, you know, maybe we should try somebody else or something like that. But he put that to rest yesterday with the way he yeah. hit the ball. Um, ha- had a really good game. Always great defensively. And I know that one error I think was on him on, on Friday night. But, uh, you know, I, I think he's a, a solid catcher, one of probably the best in, the, in this league. Um, and he still had a broken hand a couple weeks ago. So, I mean, let's I, let's bump the brakes a little bit on trying to replace him so so fast. Is he is he still wearing something on his, his hand when he bats? Like a – it looked like a um, like a I know, pad. I know it's taped. There might be a pad. I I didn't really look too much into it. Uh, maybe that's a kid question. <laughs> um, but Tell I mean, us about everybody that's injured and just go into detail about exactly. Yeah, let HIPAA, F it. Let's talk. <laughs> yeah, let's talk. Um, but I mean, I, they he put it to rest yesterday. Oh yeah, he, he's your starting catcher. He, he, like he's the ninth batter. Not, like the nine hole batter is not supposed to be a great hitter, but Tennessee has a pretty damn good one as their ninth hitter. Oh yeah, I mean, well that's the thing too. We've, we've been talking about it all all day long or all week, season long. Jesus, um, just Tennessee's got batters all like all up and down their lineup. They've got dudes. Yeah, sure. There's some guys that, you know a little bit more reliable, but I mean, yesterday, like you said, is a great example. Um, though any any of those guys can knock it out of the park at any moment. And that's that's what makes – that's one thing that makes Tennessee a really, really dangerous postseason team is that you cannot take any pitches off 
with anybody in that lineup. And and what what team are you looking at right now? Uh, I know I think Mississippi State's up. Um, it was eight. They were up another name. Um, but I mean, what you're looking at the eight nine teams that have the possibility to be in the College World Series. Who has a better shot than Tennessee? You know, I'm I'm knocking on wood, but like realistically, like who's if you're putting money on it, who would you put money on? It would be Vanderbilt and Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, and that no, they, isn't that isn't that DraftKings boost looking better and better now that Tennessee's in it? Is this still on there? No, I think it ended on the 11th. I think it was your last day to get it in. Did you did you put Before, it in? I didn't. Um, because I didn't want to like partially be rooting for <laughs> Vanderbilt. So yeah, I feel that. Just stayed, just stayed away. I mean that that's what I you know a lot of people are like who do you get now like who do you want now Virginia or Dallas Baptist it goes into this it goes into this this weekend you, any team you're playing now is is dangerous any team you're playing now is really really good they're gonna have when you face them more than likely especially because like you said Tennessee's one of the favorites um, I think they are the favorite now right I don't know what the odds are I, I would it, like it has to be between us and Vanderbilt. So you're gonna see, uh, you know, you're gonna see a lot of teams best pitching. We're, def- um, we're def- definitely the highest ranked team, right? And, and so, I mean, anybody you face in 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 Omaha is gonna be really really good, and, and vice versa for Tennessee. Like the, those teams understand that, and, and it's just bring it. Like LSU, this, in my opinion, yesterday and Saturday was not an indictment of how bad LSU is. It just proved how good Tennessee is. And I think there's still, I mean, obviously the LSU fans didn't believe it. We talked about how in that Vanderbilt series, the national, you know, people that were watching that game, yeah, Tennessee lost them, but, or lost two of them, but the national media that covers baseball, uh, the, the college baseball fans around the country that aren't Tennessee fans, they, they woke up and were like, all right, they're the real deal. They can play. Mm -hmm. And I think that did it. I think it did it again this weekend. I think, um, and I think that's probably because Tennessee is a young program in terms of success. Had, hadn't been in the College World Series since 2005. Before 2019, hadn't been to the NCAA Regionals since. I don't even have the date in my head. They never hosted a Super Regional. So a lot of people are just waiting for Tennessee to fail. That's what it is. I think the last time we were in a Regional was 2005. I, I thought so, but I didn't want to say that. It didn't sound right, but I thought so. Yeah. And before not so that was before nineteen Tony Vitello's second year. So I mean, everyone's just kind of sitting on that failure. They're they're waiting to go. I'm right. Tennessee's failure, and and um, you're gonna have to wait at least another week. Yeah, and I think that they've won fifty games now, which is insane to think about. And I think that's the highest since ninety nine. Nope, nope. Um, I knew. I can't remember. I had it up in front of me, and I lost it. Um. <laughs> 96, maybe? 50 wins is a lot of wins. Let's talk it's about a that. a lot of wins. They've won a lot of 50, wins. 50 games in a season. I don't know yeah. how often that's done, but not around it's, Tennessee often. I mean, I, Arkansas had one of the best seasons ever, and they won, yeah. I think, 51 games was the final that okay. they won. I think Dylan said that earlier. Dylan, if you know it, you can uh, chime in here. Um, Yeah, that's a lot of games. A lot of games, a lot of wins, and, and that's why this, you know, this. I know people aren't like ha- like some people aren't happy that Tennessee is just now getting fans, but you know the reason they are is because they're winning and the way that they're winning right. is what got is what has this fan base 
all bought in. I mean, 20,000 people were at that game, and I think uh, 4,400 were at the game yesterday just in the stadium. And outside of it, there was probably, you know, probably up to 15,000 people there. It was it was an insane atmosphere. I thought it was really cool how they did the block party. It was really cool you could get there early and watch previous games. I was hoping that they do that. Um, I actually did that yesterday. I just went and sat until uh, two forty five, and then I went into the stadium. So what were they showing? Because obviously I didn't get there till game time Sunday, and then Saturday. Uh, Virginia and Dallas Baptist. They're showing oh, okay. Like the, gotcha. Gotcha. The game before, yeah. Nice. No, they they did a great job setting it up. It was a great atmosphere. The yeah, Tennessee's. I mean, Tennessee baseball's here. Um, it. I, I know Tennessee's been burned before by a coach, um, but if Tony Vitello leaves, I will. I'll give somebody a lot of money. I'm not leaving. He's not going to. See, apparently, he's a big uh, dropping movie quotes guy. So maybe maybe he'll drop that one. I don't know. I like it. I'm, yeah, I'm a big. See, we're big movie guys. Big movie guys. You see Trey Wallace's uh, little. Uh, I don't know what you call that little com- combination of the the old school quote. Yeah, <laughs> green, green hat. It's a green hat. <laughs> Bring a green hat. I love it. Tony Patel is that dude. That, it's that. It's that simple. Um, he's just he's he's a dude's dude. That's what he is. Yes, dude's dude. <laughs> Uh, great weekend though overall. Um, I know uh, if you you know if you want to hear more baseball, Bat Flip was just on at six fifteen. You can go back and watch that and uh, hear from Dylan and Landon as they they talk about Vols going to Omaha. Um, I, I don't I don't know what else you want to mention as far as this weekend goes, but Tennessee it, it is official. They face Virginia at sun on Sunday at two o'clock. I don't know if that's Eastern or Central. I think that is Eastern. That's Eastern. Okay, um, so two o'clock in Omaha. It's really – it's almost like I, I'll i gatekeep this team. I don't know. I I want to protect this team because, like, they haven't – like, they've kind of come out and flat out said, like, hey, we want to – this is where we want to be. But they've done such a good job of taking it game by game. Just, you know, I don't – a lot of people, I think, want to assume that right state happened because Tennessee was maybe um, underestimating them. I don't think that's the case. I think Dallas, I think uh, Wright State's just good, a good yeah. baseball team. But even if that is the case, they still won. Like, they still did what it took to win. And, and then they've gone undefeated since then. They've won five games since then. And – or, yeah, five games. Yeah, five games. And that's kind of been their whole season. Like, yeah, they, they lost. They dropped a couple midweekers here and there. But, like, they weren't getting just obliterated. Like, they weren't giving up a ton of runs and losing by seven – if they lost, it was, it was they weren't they weren't dropping bad games. Um, yeah, they had a bunch of really good SEC series wins. They they had just a bunch of good SEC wins. One at Arkansas, one at Vanderbilt. Like this team has, you know, regardless of like how you know what their goals were, they 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 weren't looking ahead, and that's why I personally that's why this is one of my favorite Tennessee teams of all time. Like in terms of just watching their season and how it's unfolded, how they've handled it. So, like, basketball in 18, 17, 18. Great season. You tied uh, Auburn for the SEC regular season. And it's like you dropped a couple games you probably shouldn't have. Um, not not bashing the basketball team. It's just this this team has had the same – this team's mindset has been incredible to watch unfold. Yeah, and, and, you know, if you're looking at it from a basketball standpoint, this – 
could be considered as Final Four, Elite Eight ish. This is this is Final Four in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know that that team didn't get that far. You know, a lot yeah. of that probably had was due to a uh, terrible call in the Sweet Sixteen, but um, you know that that team didn't end up getting this far. So yeah, the the fact that there were close and that we're just as good as anybody else in the country is what's why like i still can't fathom that that we're still like yeah we have as good a chance as anybody to to win a national title yeah no 100 percent. that's why like i'm not bashing basketball like they got to the point like the ncaa tournament just like even this week in the super regional and then next week in omaha those teams are there because they earned it because they deserve to be there like if they beat you Sure, could you have made some plays differently, like and, and changed the outcome of the game? Yeah, but those teams are like nobody's just giving it up in this situation. No teams here by luck, like sheer luck. Mm-hmm. Do they have some calls go their way? Maybe, but they're not just here because of luck. So, like, oh, you know, when they go play Virginia, they're going to be playing a really, really good and hot Virginia team. And so, it, yeah, do you want to win for sure? But first off, it's going to take a lot. But it's also, I mean we talked about this. I mean, the championship championship teams need luck too. So like, you're going to have to have some things fall your way as well. Yeah. And I hope they're able to kind of get that, that home atmosphere back kind of like they did in Hoover in Omaha. I know that's a difficult task to to have everybody travel out there. I know it's a lot more difficult than Hoover, but uh, I know Earl and Judy are going to, they're going to be there. They said that Um, they said that at, at the game yesterday when they were leaving that they would, They'd for sure be there. Um, so that, that's going to be see. there. They'll be there both weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Never miss anything. No. It's really cool. My my sister used to cut Earl's hair. I didn't oh, really? know that until my dad told me the other day. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Um, but yeah. First college world series in 16 years. That's just I'd, insane. It, like like when, when Tony Vitello took over, it was let's get the basketball this. program. Was was better than, and then the football program was, you know, hopefully on the come up, but we weren't as bad as the baseball team. And then the baseball team was just kind of terrible. And the fact that he's, you know, kind of surpassed both of those programs in terms of success in just a, a few short years is just insane to me. Yeah, yeah, and you did, and it's it, it, SEC is the same in basketball and football as it, or in ba- same in baseball as it is in football and basketball. You you had plenty of tough tests to just to. You played in the SEC championship game. Um, yeah, it is funny, too. We talked about which one would you rather win. It's like, well, I want to win them all. <laughs> um, they they certainly – Arkansas didn't give up the SEC or the uh, College World Series for an SEC win. They definitely wanted to do both. Um, I still I still would. Like, some people are like, oh, I'm glad, you know, if I had to pick and choose, like, no, nah, I'd rather just win the SEC tournament and then move on to win the other games, too. But, right. yeah, it's, um, it is funny how that kind of stuff works out. I think Tennessee's got a – like I said, their mindset's different. I I don't think what happened Sunday is gonna even phase. Like it's not gonna be like, oh yeah, we hit the ball really well. We, um, you know, Blade and Chad just shoved it the whole time. Like we're fine. Let's relax and go do it. I think it's let's go freaking compete. Let's flip some bats and let's go win some ball games. And it's a uh, uh, this like I said, the mindset's really impressive, and it's gonna be tough to get to the to the final. Um, but, uh, if a team can do it, Tennessee can do it. Yeah. And and I I did see a question. I mentioned this on the bat flip as well, where, uh, somebody asked Kendall Rogers, who is at D1 baseball. Um, they asked him like, 
does he does he think Tennessee will have the same success in Omaha because oh, TD Ameritrade is so big? God. It's and, fifteen. It's fifteen feet shorter on average around right, here. Get the fuck right. out of here. Yeah, I mean, most of those home runs yesterday were over fifteen feet. Behind did we wall. hit? Did we hit home runs in, in Hoover? Did we hit home runs at away games? Like Jesus, they act like all our home runs were hit at Lindsey Nelson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> did Tennessee play an away game all year? I don't yeah, know. Hoover has a big field too, and we hit quite a bit of bombs there too. I think we run ruled a team that is probably going to be in a in the College World Series also in Mississippi State. So yeah, and the, and the humidity's got to be way worse in Knoxville than it is than it is uh, Omaha. So you got to think about, you know, some air is a little bit thicker here. So maybe the ball, maybe the ball carries a little bit more. Maybe we're talking some, some 460 home runs. Yeah. And, and like those, those other home runs that maybe wouldn't have made it over. We'll, we'll just say that they're a little bit short at, at TD Ameritrade. I mean, those, those are hits. Yeah. And we got Does, athletes that can run too. So right. Does Christian Franklin make those catches uh, in any other stadium that he did in Lindsey Nelson? Probably not. I'm, I mean, I'm, I, he didn't do it all year, so I don't know why I would think he would. Right. I mean, that Jesus. rocket that Drew Gilbert hit, I don't know if if it gets out, but it's off the wall. Right. Because, <laughs> um, and that Jordan Beck one, was yeah, that's that's gone in every ballpark yeah. ever made. <laughs> Jordan Beck played really good yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Really yep. freaking good. He did. Um, yeah, no, it's incredibly stupid. I do – I'm going to get off on a tangent, sort of. Isn't it funny how, like, weird baseball is in the sense of, like, every stadium is completely different? Like, every – sorry, not every stadium. That's not the right way to say that. Every field is completely different. Because, like, yeah. you know, basketball, football, they all have standard dimensions. You're playing – even if the grass is maybe a different type of grass or cut a little bit longer, you're playing the same field. But that's not the case in baseball. Very weird. Yeah, people are mad that we have a uh, AstroTurf, and I'm just like, dude, I, I, I our games I, never rain out. Yeah, and you need that in Knoxville in February, March. I saw someone, someone was like, that's ah, for AstroTurf for second tier programs. Someone was like, Vanderbilt and Texas have turf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have a question about the warning track. Isn't like, I mean, isn't the warning track like it's there because of you, it changes the feeling on your feet. How does that work in Lindsey Nelson? I think there is like there, it's a different surface. Okay. So it does feel different then. I think so. Yes. I just thought about that yesterday. I was like that. I've never considered that, but obviously yeah, it's a different color, but that doesn't help you. <laughs> Cause I, I think that the, like where the grass is supposed to be in the infield. Yeah. Where it hits the dirt. I think it's different. Okay. Gotcha. So I, I like, like it's, it's Asher turf, but it's, it's supposed to be like just like a baseball field. Right. Like the bounces are supposed to play similar. Like in regular AstroTurf, you can't wear metal cleats, but you can on, in, on this. Okay. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, what about that slide that double ended up being a double play? Yeah. How about that? Suck it. <laughs> they got to hey. practice. They got to practice on the field before. I, no, yeah. Know your surroundings. Also, you play, every. Every field plays differently, so I'm not gonna. It like, rained. It also rained. Yeah, <laughs> it also rained. So you wouldn't have even been playing the game. So, right. Yeah. There you go. Did Virginia lose game one to Dallas Baptist because of a rain delay? Virginia has lost game one in in the regional, and they lost game one in the super regional, and came back and and won every. But did time. did they call the game in the seventh inning, the game one, and that's why they lost? Mm. I'll look it up real quick. 
They, it was in a rain delay, and I never saw if they finished it or not. Yeah, they finished it, I think. They did? Okay. It doesn't say like – Ended or like ended in – Right. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think so. Okay. I, I just never no, saw – the, They played nine. They did? Okay. Yep. I just never saw them come back and play it. Like I went, it went from rain delay to final. Gotcha. I mean, obviously I could have missed it, but I just never saw it. So, well, um, today they won. They hit a grand slam in the bottom of the seventh to to go ahead. They're down two to one. Yeah, and uh, you know, got that win over a good Dallas bat. But yeah, they've lost. They've had to dig themselves out of a hole um, in in the regional and super regional. They lost to. South Carolina first um, in the regional and had to come all the way back. Had to knock off South Carolina again and then beat Old Dominion twice. Yep. But they are 35 and 25. So, I mean, if you're – I'd rather play them than Vanderbilt. I'd said it. Sorry. Oh, um, (laughs) no. I mean, that's obvious. I I mean, like that's like – I was like, I mean, I'd love for Arkansas and I'd love for Vanderbilt to not – they probably make the final, but if they don't, I won't be upset. I will say this, um, and I don't. I know Tennessee's third in the nation in home runs. I'm not sure what they are in runs. I, I think it's top ten for sure. Um, but Tennessee is when they score five runs, they're 42 and four. So five is that magic number you want to get to. If you're able to score five runs, you really like Tennessee's chances of winning ball game. Let's get some guys on base. Let's get some balls out of the park. Let's- Get some runs. Yeah, let's let's line them up for Evan Russell or Drew Gilbert, and let's hit a grand slam. That's we. You only have to have one more run after that. Exactly. When when was the last time Evan Russell hit a home run? It feels like it's been ages, but I'm sure it was like it's probably sometime in the regional. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Um, Me and Chad were just up there and the, watching the game. We were just doing like maybe the it was in Hoover. Hoover. We were just doing like the classic baseball terms. We'd be like, "This guy's due for one." <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, yeah, what we said? I, I said that. I said that about Pavoloni right before he came up. I was like, man, he's got to get one sooner or later. It's just a classic baseball term. I'm trying to think what else we kept. We, good eye, good eye. Ball in yeah. the dirt, good eye. Got a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of the other one we kept saying. I, I don't remember now. Oh, also, I had a great I had a great trash talk, and it didn't land because not everybody could see what was happening. So a lady was leaving. All the LSU fans would walk through the – uh, watch party to leave and she was carrying I guess she had like like they had letters like LSU and she was just carrying it where you could see the L you know everyone's bah bah like it really was actually fairly clean except for one guy that was belligerently cussing I was like can, I, can you calm down <laughs> so she's carrying she where you, you can only see the L and I let it quiet down when everybody's bah bah and I just yelled yeah keep carrying that L and like three people could see that she was physically carrying an L and they were like, oh, I was like, damn, if everyone could have seen what I saw. Let me get that microphone me, real quick. Hurry, hurry. And heard me. That joke was just mm, perfect. Muy, muy bien. But, yeah, no, that didn't it land sucks. the same. It I sucks. Did, did. It sucks because I waited, too. I was like, here we go. This is it. I have this it. Is it. Yep. So she heard me. She she was not – she didn't know what I meant. She thought I literally meant, like, you, which I did. But she was like, F you pretty much. Like. I was like, you're carrying an L. Like you're, you you are carrying one. You are carrying it. <laughs> you're carrying. And an if L. you drop it, it's littering, and you can't That's do true. that. So. Yeah, it's a very good point. There was almost a fight at the watch party. Two nice. very two very drunk guys, LSU fan and Tennessee fan. Nice. Uh, 
Yeah. And I, you know me, which I'm going to go back on this when I'm most important, but not a big fight at ball games kind of guy. So <laughs> I, just can't. I know what you're talking about too. For the most important. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought you were saying I got in a fight one time or something. I was like, did I? I've only got, you've, almost, you've almost never, not never because of my choice. Right. But yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I never have like really gotten close. Well, one time I was with a Tennessee fan. Cause I was with an Oklahoma fan. They like, I think we were 21, 22 at the time. So a 21 year old girl and he's like dog cussing her. And I was like, dude, she has nothing to do with the game. She doesn't even like, she's not even really an Oklahoma fan. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And he was just belligerent. And I was like, I mean, we, yeah, it, it escalated very quickly. It was a Tennessee fan. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know why people are such assholes. I don't get that. Like, I love a good, like, trash talk, but, like, you know, like, when it turns personal, like, that kind of stuff, I don't get that. Dude, I was at the watch party, and we were talking to, like, I think Chad mentioned it. He's like, can you imagine if Tennessee football is ever good? God, it's going to – It's going to – we're going to be unbearable. I can't wait. We already are. Right. Um, And some guy turned around, and he tried to give us all the insight, and he was like, yeah, if Hupel can't get it done, I don't know who can. I'm like, dude, this guy has been on the job for six months. Can we not get his name right? I kind of like Hupel. Like, I kind of <laughs> like that, like, personally. It reminds me of Pimple, so I don't like it. But he also looks like a Hupel. Yeah, I guess. But you can't get a good nickname with Hupel. No, yeah, 100%. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it looks like him. <laughs> It looks like that's if you were like that guy, his name is Hubel. I'd be like, oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Speaking of baseball or baseball, football, we've been talking about baseball. What were you saying? I'm sorry. I mean, Palmineri is, we let him go home early. You know, he gets early retirement because of that. Us. Good for Caleb cut out a little bit here. Um, yeah, let's move on to some football. Tennessee got a commitment. Tennessee landed three-star running back Dylan Sampson out of uh, Gazmir, Gazmer, Gazmar, something. If somebody knows exactly how to say that, you can let me know. Louisiana from Dutchtown High School. He's the number 50 running back in the country per 247 sports. There he is. He's back. Maybe. Um, but he's got some offers from Vanderbilt, Louisville, Purdue, Colorado, Indiana, uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina, UCF, of course, um, and some others. Arkansas. But he's got some offers from Vanderbilt. But yeah. Can so, you hear uh, me, Landon? Yeah, I can hear I'm you sorry. now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't hear you, so I'll try to fix it. But okay. if you just want to keep on rolling. <laughs> gotcha. Um yeah, so Tennessee lands Dylan Sampson after his um, official visit to Rocky Top. I think he's a speedster. Run that 100 meters in a 10.4, if I remember correctly. I think that's right around what Jalen Hyatt ran it in. Um, so, yeah, just getting another another track athlete on, on this football program at the running back position. Use him in a you know multiple ways. Tennessee had some big-time official visitors on campus. Dane Shore, the three-star 
offensive tackle, and then you had uh, Tennessee commit Taven Jackson, the the four-star quarterback, Bishop Thomas, the three-star defensive lineman, uh, Jordan McDonald was a three-star running back out of Alpharetta, Georgia. Ben Roberts from uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Ooh, getting the, the Utah. That's a long way. UT to UT. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that. Um, and then Alec Ao Manor. I think I got that close. Um, three-star running back from Deerfield, Massachusetts. Um, was on campus for an official visit. And you got a lot of official visitors coming next weekend. Some headliners, uh, four-star offensive tackle Ryan Brubaker, four-star offensive lineman Addison Nichols, and then uh, four-star offensive lineman Emory Jones and four-star linebacker Jalen Sneed. Um, so got some official visitors coming up next weekend. You'll have more the next weekend getting those June visits in. Got to remember these kids haven't been on campus since um, – some of them probably haven't been on campus ever, and definitely not officially. So they want to get those visits in, um, get them ready, see some different schools. And, uh, you know, hopefully Tennessee's – you know, I know the – can you hear me, Caleb? Uh, I had to switch to the phone. I don't know what's going on with the computer. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, you know, I, I just think recruiting, like, it's it's not anything to, to write home about. It's not going to wow you with the commits that we have. You know, the only one that, you know, maybe people were really excited about is the four-star quarterback, Taven Jackson. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you got some some guys that, you know, are going to need some um, – you're going to need to hit your evaluation on. You're going to need some uh, – I don't know. I mean, it's just not anything to really write home about. Yeah, and we kind of talked about this a little bit on um, um, Wednesday as well, just that how much can you really do until you start winning games? Yeah, I mean, you don't really have any proof that this program is going in the right direction. Um, And so, like, if I'm an 18-year-old kid, I'm like, okay, cool. You were at UCF and had a, you know, a, a good stint, but, what do you bring to Tennessee? Like that, it's just hard to really comprehend that as it going in the right direction. You have you can have great relationships with coaches, but you can have great relationships with coaches pretty much anywhere. Well, and, and right now, the only thing you're really selling is is the direction of the program. That you're just selling your vision right now. Mm-hmm. You're not selling actual success because you don't have it yet. Obviously, you would like for that to change, um, but you're not going to find that out until September. And even then, it's still kind of a toss-up. Hopefully, you win some games early on and you, you get some guys to buy into that vision. But but first, got to win for, for that vision to mean anything. And, and that's the, you know, it, Tennessee getting guys to commit, you know, I guess is, can be perceived as a, a good thing. Um, obviously, if you look at the ratings and you want to pick those apart, that's easy to do. But, I mean, I think at least that you, you do have guys believing what hype will sell. And I think the, the, what's going on in the building is attractive to those two guys on the outside. It looks like the environment that he's preaching, so it's easy to buy in a little bit. Um, obviously, the players buy. I mean, those guys, those kids are on campus. They're going to, you know, they're going to, well, I mean, they're talking to the players, of course, that the staff provides. But they're talking to those players. And, and it does, you know, we talked about this. It seems like the team that's on campus right now is bought in to the vision. And that's big, in my opinion. So. 
Yeah, and you know, you got to sell a little bit of this fan base this past weekend yeah. using using the baseball um, atmosphere as a way to be like, hey, you can, you know, this is just baseball. Imagine football on on Saturdays and how crazy it is. Um, so you got to sell that a little bit. I thought that was cool. Um, you know, yeah, like you said, you're just kind of selling a vision, and some guys have already been like, yeah, that, that's where I want to go, and that's great. Um, but to really make people talk about this recruiting class, you're going to have to win some football games. Yep, that, that's what it boils down to. Go win football games, and the rest will, the rest will take care of itself. God, please win some football games, Jesus. Please win football games. I beg of you. That, but that, it, it is nice to have, like, I know in the past, like, in the past couple of years, we've had, you know, okay, football's kind of trash. Well, at least we got basketball. Um, now we got baseball to look forward to too. So, um, both those programs heading in the right, or I guess, are we still heading in the right direction? Or are we in the right direction? Like, like I right. said, this is the final four. You're in Omaha, you know, you're, you're here. Um, yeah, this is as whether, good as it gets. Yeah. I mean, it's not, shouldn't be an expectation per se every single year. I mean, you talk about Arkansas as the number one team in the country for the entire year, pretty much. And they're not there. Um, it's a really, really hard thing to do. It's, it's why you don't have four one seeds playing in the Final Four every year. Um, but the fact that you did it this year, like that's that's a huge deal. Um, I, I mean, I think obviously you want to win the big one. Um, obviously you want to win some games in Omaha. But the fact that you got here is, is huge. I think it. We talked about selling that vision. Like, it, how how can you not buy the vision that Tony Vitello's got for the program now with what he's done? Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, what's, what's funny, too, is I think getting to Omaha, obviously you're going to have some guys Tennessee's drafting or, excuse me, recruiting that will get drafted that just never make it to campus. That that, that happens. Um, if you can get them to commit, that's big. But, you know, Kiv mentioned it on Wednesday. When you've got this environment, when you're winning ball games, when you have a chance to win a national championship, that's attractive to guys. Um, now, sometimes you just don't get them because they're, you know, <laughs> top ten picks or whatever. But – if you can sell that vision to guys, you're going to get some talent that probably has no business being on a college campus ever. Um, and so I think with, with, with the way the baseball program's going, uh, it has gone um, and how fast they've done it. I mean, this, it's an, e- it's an easy vision winning. I mean, winning ball games is an easy winning fixes cures all right. I mean, winning right. is an easy way to sell your vision. I mean, you can be the dumbest person ever. If you're winning ball games, people are going to follow you. Absolutely, yeah, and it, it's it's an easy like you're recruiting these kids from the like the moment they're in high school. Um, so you're you're hitting on that vision, that vision, that vision. You see that success of that program. You see that vision come to life. Right. I mean, how do you not just be like, "Yep, yeah, I'm going there. I'm going there." Um, so I mean, yeah, I'm sure it's it's been a lot easier recruiting um in the past couple seasons with that baseball program you know having the success that it's had but it's the complete opposite to the football program like it you don't really have anything to go off of so it you this is the hardest you're working to recruit right now because you don't really have anything in front of you to say hey this is this is where we can get to this is where we're going to get to this is where we are um and where we are is i mean put it blunt we're a bottom feeder oh very much so <laughs> very much so and that sucks to say but i mean real well, recognize real 
Well, isn't it nuts too? I mean, Tennessee had the one of the longest winning streaks going into midway through midway um, into into twenty twenty, and I mean that. You know, if if we aren't already saying it now, I think we'll be looking back in the next couple of years and going, "That's literally the worst train wreck of any sports team I've ever witnessed in my entire life." Absolutely. And what if what if Heupel, with you know, you look at his recruiting class, like I said, it's nothing to really write home about. If he's able to have more success than Jeremy Pruitt is with his recruiting classes, I mean, how bad does it look for Jeremy Pruitt as you know? Looking to be a head coach in the future. I was going to say, if he hasn't already secured his place as a permanent defense coordinator, um, that would. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yep. I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know, I hope people <laughs> – I hope people does do. Because um, if he does, it's – I I just – I can't fathom that. Like, I can't even speak it into existence because I, I don't think it happens – but right. if it does, I mean, Jeremy Pruitt just looks like a bigger ass than he already is. Yeah. Uh, it's the best way. You said it best. Asshead. Um, I was watching the um, the episode of New Girl when uh, they're friends with the people across the, str- uh, across the hall. Mm-hmm. And they're weird people. And, like, it's him and Jess hanging out with them. And uh, they all hate Schmidt, but he doesn't know it. And yeah. then Jess is like, they hate you. And... So he's trying to fix everything because they think he thinks that they hate him because he's old. And that guy was like, he was like, he's like, that is the old man. It was Nick walking by. He's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not acting that old. And he was like, I was like, I don't hate you because you're old. I hate you because you're an asshead. He's (laughs) like, I'm just an asshead. He's (laughs) like, that's just my personality. I can change my personality. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jerry Brute's an asshead. Asset. Interesting. I I mean, I obviously I've seen that episode of New Girl. I don't remember that. So that's that's my first time hearing it. You didn't have to out yourself like that. I would have believed you made it up. <laughs> it's a great episode. Great episode. Great episode. Um, do we have any fan questions? Any any anybody? Anything today? I don't see any. I see where Alan Alexander said uh, pupil. <laughs> pupil. Like P-U-P-I-L. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was meant to be an insult. I can't decide. Um because that's just like an eyeball. So, I don't know. Pupils. He's just an eyeball. <laughs> All right. What's your uh, what's your most important? Which I'm going to have to figure out now that my phone's. I'll, I, I'll go with the one that I know off the top of my head. I thought I had two. Um, and it's a, it's the Suns-Nuggets Suns fight. If y'all haven't seen it, look it up. Like I said, not a fan of fighting at sporting events. But as long as it doesn't get personal, I'm in. If you're just fighting for your team, fight for your team. So that, that And the Nuggets got sucker punched him and lost. Had the high ground, sucker punched him. He gets sweatered and loses. It's fan, it, dude. That was one of the best. That's one of the best videos I've ever seen, too. Because like you know, normally when you start throwing, you know, fist scuffs are going, you're talking trash about that guy, right? Like you're like you're weak punk bitch, whatever you want to say. But he's <laughs> nice. like, he gets up, yeah, you're welcome. He gets up and he's like, sons in four. Like he's still mad about the game. He's just like, sons in four. I don't care about who you are. Sons in four. Get out of here. And guess what? Sons and four. Sons and four. <laughs> He's a prophet. He's a prophet, man. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. It's even better that they won last night and swept them. Oh, that I mean, yeah, that makes the fight, in my opinion, like looking back, makes the fight way better. Betty Samples asked, do they play Sunday and what time? They play s- Sunday at 2 p.m. Yep. Um, and Dylan Taylor said he uh, – 
just text me and let me know. This is the most wins the Tennessee team baseball team has had since '95. They went 54 and 16. Sweet. I think that team also That's went to the College World Series. Don't think. He what? I think he nodded. Yes. Yeah. He did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have another? Do you have most important? Um. Yes, I do actually. Um. Former Vols. Sticking with Tennessee base. Sticking with the theme. Tennessee baseball. I like it. Um. Garrett Crochet has made. He's pitched fifteen innings, thirteen straight scoreless appearances. That's in fifteen innings. Right. Dude, he's. The pitch, the the pitch that they like, whoever tweeted that out, was it the White Sox that actually tweeted out? Yes. The pitch that they tweeted that out with, that was filthy. I mean, good God. Yeah, that was uh Sons and Four filthy. <laughs> I mean, that's thirteen scoreless innings in major league baseball. That's absurd. Or thirteen scoreless Fif- innings. Yeah, fifteen scoreless Fif- innings. Absurd. Stud. Are we White Sox fans now? I mean, just just imagine if we had him this year. It makes me mad. I won't lie. <laughs> it makes me mad. It just, it's like, all good. We're gonna go win it for him. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Does he get a ring? Do they they throw him a ring? I better get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Kid better give us a ring. I want kids ring. <laughs> yeah. I got to holler at him um after the game yesterday. That was pretty cool. Good moment. That is cool. That um I, I we need to get the uh third paid assistant coach shirts though. I don't know. We do. Need to hit up Drew Gilbert. Um send us send us two. Yeah. We got two. Um send us three. Dylan wants one. Dylan wants one, yeah. We gotta get Dylan one. Um do you have any more most important? I think that's it. Uh, they're all on my phone, and I'm now using my phone to be live. So, so I don't think I have any more most importants. Hold on, let me make sure. I'm sure I no, have. No, I've I fails. Fails, yeah. I bet I have a ton of those because it was a it was a fail weekend for sure. You know what was fun? Um, going back to the baseball game, kind of like fails. The activity in the LSU bullpen. I mean, I don't think that bullpen's ever seen as much activity as was going on back there. I mean, that poor bullpen catcher probably caught more than the starting catcher. I know, dude. It, they just kept sending them down the, down the line. I'm like, man, there goes another one. Oh, I love, There's another I, one. I love when a team's got to go to the starting pitchers. I love it. Do yep. it. Also, they brought in a 45-year-old. With three kids. So I tweeted it. And I don't think anybody got it. I was like, let's take it easy on this guy. He's got three kids at home watching. He's got to be at work at 9 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> he had just like the classic 45-year-old man goatee. Oh, gosh. All right, what's that What's that dude's name? He would have been the starter on Monday. He, I think he finished the game. I think he was the last pitcher. Um, I'm not going to tell you his last name. I, I can't remember. It, I mean, it's not important. He, he got <laughs> he got shredded too. Thought Fontenot was it him? I thought it started with an A. Maybe it wasn't him. I don't know. 
AJ Labas, Labas. I don't know. Who cares? He sucked. Yeah, they yeah, they weren't good. <laughs> um, so I have a couple fails. Number one, this was kind of a cool moment, but it turned out to be terrible. So I, it's it's a fail. So uh, Mike Bianco, the Ole Miss baseball coach, his son. Drew Bianco is a um, player for LSU. And uh, Mike said, I'll be busy in Tucson, but mom will see you in Knoxville. Hashtag proud dad. And uh, Drew said, it's okay. I'll see you in Omaha, dad. Neither one of them are going to Omaha. (laughs) Maybe they just go as fans. They're going to have to. I I bet he gets tickets. He's an NCAA coach. I I bet he can get some. I bet he can get them in. There you go. Yeah. Is he the next coach of LSU? I don't know. I mean, would he? Does I don't he know. Oz there besides his son? I don't know. <laughs> Ole Miss for LSU? I don't. I don't know. I honestly have no clue. I don't know even know if that if that's been even talked about. But yeah, let's let's start a rumor. Okay. Yeah. Bianco. How do you say his name? Bianco. Yeah, Bianco. Bianco to LSU. Uh, you heard it here first. First, more important issues. Um, and then we I saw, have we, we saw we saw him. In Baton Rouge. We don't know if he was to pick up a son or to, to accept the job. We saw him there, though. Yeah. Baton Rouge. Operator, would you put me on through? Man, that's such a good song. Yeah, why did that should have been playing the entire time in Lindsey Nelson. That was a heat. That's a number heater. one, you get a banger playing over the speakers. Number two, mm-hmm. you beat them so bad, it sounds like spitefully that you're playing it. Yeah. I mean, is that what Alabama does to us every time they play Dixieland Delight? No, they're too dumb to be spiteful about it. They're playing mm. for fun. Gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um, I have Dallas Baptist as a fail. Man. Oh, what happened to them? And then they lost. That's, that's, you're, just, you're just beating them up? That's it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kicking them while they're down. That's what I'm doing. Um, so they're up 2-1 to one in the top of the seventh. So the inning before oh. Virginia hits that grand slam, a guy hits one dead center. I'm not going to use his name. Number one, I don't know it. And number two, that I, I'm not going to do it to him. <laughs> a guy hits one dead center, oh. flips his bat, and it's an out. <laughs> it's just a pop fly. And he, and he gets caught by a guy, like, chilling on the beach. Why is his shirt completely unbuttoned? He had his jersey, like, I mean, like, the I, I it was barely – able to tuck it in. He had it unbuttoned so far down. Yeah, you can't pip a home run and it'd be caught. Like, that. You, you can't do that. No, that's the one you just carry the bat with you to first base. You wait until it's out. Before you right, get. yeah. You, you flip bats on no doubters. Right. Like, the ones Tennessee hit <laughs> yesterday. Those are in a short park, man. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I looked it up today. It's 235 down the lines. Yeah, it's 15 feet. Like average, I looked it up last night too. Like average-wise, it was like 15 feet around the park. Some places it was like five. Yeah, I think Tennessee would be just fine. If, Like I said, if some of those, if they're not out, they're in a gap. So it's – and if you're giving them 15 more feet, that's probably a – it's an easy triple or, a, or a, an easy double or a triple. Right. So, incredible. Yeah. yeah, it would. It's just a dumb take by dumb people. We'll be fine. No problem. Any more fails? 
Um, dude, how do you do that? How do you? Are you still going on about the Dallas Baptist guy? Yeah, like what? I feel bad because just like that's a sad walk to them out. Oh, did we talk about the pending approval for it to go to twelve teams for the college football playoff? I don't think we have. I talked about it a lot this weekend. Um, but yeah, I don't think we have. I, uh, I mean, I'm listen. I'm all for more football. I'm all for giving more teams chances. So cool. Is it going to be the same four teams? Probably. Is it going to be the same two that normally win it? Probably. But it was going to be that anyways. Why not have some more fun? You know, I. And that's another thing too. Is just like. Even with 12 teams, it may be the, the same way. They're just not true playoffs because, I don't know, it's college football is just a terrible – like, it's a terribly designed system. You have conferences for what reason? Yeah. Like, there's no reason – there's no rhyme or reason to them. You have group of five can't even compete for a championship. It's just it, – So, is this – that that's my question. Is the group of five the difference between making it eight and twelve? Like, why not eight? Or is it because you you think the group five will be left out of that too? I think that's pretty much the thought. But I think they're going to get left out of the twelve a lot too. I think it's going to be like maybe one group of five team. Maybe. Dang. So like, yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. Like again, I think it's kind of dumb. I think it should just be two separate playoffs. Two separate championships, like you have FCS level. It, the group of five just shouldn't be competing for the same. They shouldn't be competing for the same national championship. They suck. Yeah, all of them. I want to see Coastal <laughs> win a championship, but they're like it's just not pot. Like it's so there's not there's no parity there. It's it's really dumb. So, so uh, can we compete in that other one too? I'd like to actually. <laughs> I don't know. It might be more embarrassing. True. <laughs> I, I do like it, though. I think you're trying to – I think at least – I'll say this for the NCAA football committee. At least they're trying. Like, you know, they could just say, well, it was the same two teams as it was the four. So we're just going gonna to keep it how we're doing it because it's going to be the same. Because it's going to be the same, let's be honest. Right. So, at least they're trying something new to maybe get some more teams involved. I think it'll – I love that there's home playoff games. Like, that's cool. That's a really cool. I'm glad they get to do that. Yeah, it'd be really unfortunate if we lost the the Natty Group Five Championship to Georgia State. <laughs> um, and I make fun of that. You know, it got, it's kind of sad too. But we we have baseball to hold on to, so football can get out of my face right now. I just don't care. You know, when when fall gets here, I'm going to care. But right now, I'm just like baseball's going on. That's what I'm focused on. Football backseat. Oh, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. That's why, that's why we didn't talk about the playoff. 12 teams. I just think that's a lot. It is, but I think, too, <coughs> like, now you're not going to have as big a break. So, I, I think that's good. I, I know a lot of people are like, I think that'll honestly, I think that'll help add some parity to it. Because you got, right now, it's, I don't know, a month break is a long time between games. Yeah. And I don't, maybe, I don't know. I said that. And now I'm, I don't. I just think like there hasn't been much of a debate for the four teams, so I just don't get. No, I mean, I, I guess it's all about money, is is what it boils down to. But, I, I, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's will you really make more money with a twelve team playoff than you 
do your normal bowl system. I mean, you'll you'll probably get more viewers for for that because I mean, you you do have you're do you are playing for a national championship, but fair. But isn't, uh, that, I, good, isn't that good to have more meaningful games? I yeah, I guess. So, like, instead of the tax layer bowl not being meaningless, now it has some meaning to it. I doubt they play the tax layer bowl, but you understand. What I'm but I mean, like, we're gonna we get Alabama playing, you know, Coastal Carolina, and they beat them sixty three to nothing. You're gonna be like, okay, did we really have to go to twelve? Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> you're inevitably gonna get that. But I think, again, I think if you create some more meaningful games, I think if you give teams chances. Because, like, right now, doesn't it kind of suck? Like, think about, like, Super Bowl winning teams. Like, you can lose five, four games and win a Super Bowl. If you lose one game in college football, eight. you don't have a chance. Eight. You, you can, you can Wait, lose. Wait, the Giants were a wild card. I think they won. It was, they, went, they didn't win both, though, as a wild card, did they? Huh? They didn't win both as a wild card. No, no, no. But that, I think the one with the catch Tyree. on the helmet. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, like. But in college football, if you lose one game, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I I get that, and, and that's why I think like you could always like extend. I don't think they'll ever go back. So why why not try eight and see if that is a better system? They're like screw it, twelve next time. Screw it, sixty four. Let's get it. <laughs> I think they did feel like if you did. Eight, it would be hard to do automatic qualifiers, and I think they do want the conferences to mean something. And I think that's why they did it. So now you have seven at-large bids instead of just three. Because if you had three at-large bids, there's no way in hell a non-power five is getting there. Gotcha. I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that. But are you putting in? Are you putting in like a team like Coastal Carolina over Georgia this year? Even though, even if Georgia's ranked a little bit lower or higher, I guess I don't know how you'd say that back from coastal no you're still putting georgia in right 12 teams maybe you can sneak them in over a michigan (laughs) you're like a penn state i mean miami my yeah so yeah i mean i I don't know you're i mean you're right in the sense like you could always you you can't really walk back how many teams you could always add more but i think if you did want to do all i've always said do eight eight with a five automatic qualifier, but I do understand that then it kind of hurts. It still kind of hurts your smaller schools. I think 12 could still hurt it. Um, I'd love to see a guy I was talking to this weekend. He was, he sold me on it. He's at 16 and do your quarterfinals or your, so you do your sweet 16 at uh, sweet 16 and elite eight games, whatever you want to call them. Then you would do them at uh, home sites and then you go to the, uh, now that that that's something I if they were playing if you got another extra home game I, I think that or or even two I mean if if you got one that's that's when I think it could be really cool that's the thing I think and I, I'm excited that's what I'm excited for with the twelve team if you're gonna if you're gonna create playoffs you gotta have home games you can't have all these playoffs at neutral site games that takes away what college football is so you gotta right. have, gotta have them out yeah there. yeah I, I agree with that that'd be That'd be interesting because, I mean, if Tennessee ever got to that point and we got an extra home game, I mean, that would be electric. It would be amazing. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, if you're playing in, in Tucson, Arizona, I mean, like, you know. Who cares? Like you said, yeah, that, that's taken away from, from what college football is. That's a good point. 
Good point. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, yeah. I honestly need to read about it. I, I've, you know, I've kind of just saw, seen some tweets about it. I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. So I will say Tennessee has a better chance with the twelve teams than the four teams. So I mean, we'll That's, see. I mean, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue that. Um, you got anything else? That's all I got. That's all I've got too, guys. We'll be back on Wednesday. We will be uh, carrying that show over into Omaha. Balls are in Omaha. It, it honestly kind of feels surreal. We've been. Um, we've been talking about it for probably like two years about Tennessee getting to this point. Like when did, you know, when does it happen? We thought it could have happened last year if the season had continued. So it's honestly like not set in for me yet because it was easy in my opinion in 18, uh, to see the path that Vitello had this team on, you know, once he maybe got a little bit more talent in here, maybe got some more guys in the bullpen and, um, yeah, it's a little, it's a little surreal. So this is, this is a really cool moment. I'm excited for that team, for those, that coaching staff, for the fans, um, I know there'll be a lot of orange in Omaha. I know it'll be hard to beat <laughs> what happened this weekend and then even what happened in Hoover, but it, it's going to be an exciting time for, for Tennessee and Tennessee fans. And um, I hope, I hope we get to welcome them back in good, you know, not just, you know, good run boys, but maybe a little Selly. Yeah. I'd love the Selly. And I think it'd be really cool to win that, win it for the guy. I mean, I, I think you've kind of dedicated this whole season to those guys who really didn't get, to end their season last year. Um, yep. Guys like Eric Crochet didn't get a chance to really showcase um, what he could do throughout a, a full season. Um, Jackson Leith didn't get another another shot. You know, that was his first year on campus. You know, guys like Zach Daniels, who, you know, had been at Tennessee, but hadn't really been an impact player until um, that last year. And then Al Solari has just been a catalyst to this program. You know, he, he – when you get drafted third round, you got to go. Yeah, you're going. So, so um, you know, he, he he was Tennessee's best player for a while. And so, you know, I think it'd be cool to, to really win it for some of those guys who didn't get to see that the rest of the season play out last year. Yeah, and I do, too, want to mention um, the – it's one of my favorite moments in sports when you get, you know, times like this, guys that are either retiring or um, you get their, uh, you know, their senior day and they get to leave the field on their own terms uh, with that – uh, then pinch running for Pete Durke and to get to bring him off to a standing ovation, like guys who've been around the program forever and um, who have really truly given their all and, and to get to kind of leave in that moment um, where it, it just makes, it makes a moment too, but better when you're like winning, when you know what, like, you know, what's next and um, you get to bring them off in that moment. It was awesome. Um, obviously I wasn't inside the stadium for it, but outside the stadium was, was a, uh, he got a standing, o- he got a standing ovation at the watch party too. And it was a, uh, it was a really cool moment. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And just seeing his parents' reaction, um, you know, they were tearing up. I, I sat behind Luke Lipsy's or sat in front of Luke Lipsy's parents. And, you know, they they weren't tearing up, but, like, you could tell, like, they kind of took it all in. Like, you know, this is the last time in the stadium. And they've, they've had two kids come through here and just been a phenomenal ambassadors for this program. So – yeah, really cool to see those those type of moments and, you know, seeing the success kind of pay off 100%. or the hard work pay off for, for success. Right, 100%. Uh, guys, appreciate all listening. Like I said, we'll be back Wednesday, um, taking the balls to Omaha, and we'll be there for two weeks. That's, that's the plan. Absolutely. Special thanks to our producer, Dylan. you the man. Guys, we're bringing the boat in all the way to Omaha, Omaha Balls. That's another thing. I, I, did, I did forget to mention – I'm sorry – I need you to. 
that, that seems like a bad omen. After, which they're the teams not calling themselves that, but how the hell do you call yourself the Omahogs? How, how? Like that's not well. Well, that that's what, what me and Dylan were talking about on the bat flip. We did we put them on a shirt. Cool. Don't put it on your stadium. Yeah. Well, it's like it's like <laughs> Arkansas's calling them that, like themselves that, like Arkansas team. Yeah. It's like the Vandy Boys, which is also gay. Vandy, <laughs> like, like Omahogs. <laughs> What does that even like? What does it mean? So you don't like the Oma balls? Not after, not after Arkansas using it. No, I don't. But, but like, see, that's the thing. When I say what does it mean, it's like obviously in the context of like we're going to Omaha. Why is it on their stadium? Yeah, yeah. That that's that's see that's a fail. Like it shouldn't be on your stadium. You're you're welcoming, like you're giving bulletin board material. You're giving a team an opportunity to to knock you off. Yeah, is it always on their stadium? Like, was it there in March? Uh yeah, yeah. I think See, it was. That's the dumbest I've ever heard. That's yeah, so don't put it on the stadium. Never. We're going. We're going to Omaha, so we can we can have Omavals for this moment. Yeah, right. don't put it on your stadium throughout the entire year. If it ends up on Lindsey Nelson Stadium next year, I will burn that place to the ground. The new renovated Lindsey yeah. Nelson burnt to the ground. Shouldn't have put Omavals on it. Yeah. Nope. Rebuild it. Redo. 